face is Jennifer Coolidge. <laughs> can't even get through it. We couldn't get through it. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, this is actually Alex doing a poor Jennifer Coolidge impression. Guys, Jennifer Coolidge is with us today in the Hi. studio. I'm Jennifer Coolidge. What's going on here, Jennifer Coolidge? <laughs> I've been abducted by two gays. Well, Jennifer Coolidge, that sounds like a really good time to me. Makes me want a hot dog real bad. <laughs> um, That's it. I'm dead. I'm dead. All right. All right. All right. This is Steph's ghost now. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still Alex masquerading as Jennifer Coolidge. It's an audio medium. You'll never know. Maybe she's here. Maybe she's not. You need bigger lips and bigger hair. <laughs> I need way bigger hair. For sure. And yeah, probably bigger lips. And just definitely bigger lips. Just shove some silicone in there. I got like pout too. We love Jennifer Coolidge here. Big fans. I feel like Jennifer Coolidge is always just doing an impersonation impersonation of Trump with his mouth. Like she's just doing that. She just has like pursed lips from like just for them being so pumped full of filler. Yeah. Anyway, hi, this is Gazin. <laughs> We're here. We're queer. <laughs> and we've got shit to say. <laughs> what kind of- I, like, apologize so deeply to anybody who is offended by my Jennifer Coolidge impression. I'm so sorry. I'm going to try to stop doing it, but it, it will flip out. Now Jennifer Coolidge isn't going to be a guest on the podcast. I just, like, hope that, like, if by some long shot chance she hears this, we love you. <laughs> We are a um, Jennifer Coolidge stan podcast. Welcome to the Jennifer Coolidge fan cast. <laughs> when we're here <laughs> to talk about all things Jennifer Coolidge. Let's talk about them boobies. Those are great. That's, that's a great rack, bro. That's a sick, that's a sick rack, yo. I'm not going to sexualize Jennifer <laughs> Coolidge on this podcast. Thank you. She seems like a lovely and funny woman, and I don't need to sexualize her. Oh, now she's like, <laughs> now her boobs are going to be a guest on our podcast. Wouldn't that be a treat, though? We'd have to ask them. I don't have their number. <laughs> I love that they share a phone. <laughs> the twins. They can't even get. They can't even get their own phone. They have to share one. Yeah, you know, you can't always get what you want, but it's fine. It's fine. We'll we'll get in contact with them. Um, anyway, this is gay as in, I don't know if Jennifer Coolidge, um, we already, I was gonna say, we already entered the podcast, okay. thankfully, oh, with yeah. the Jennifer Coolidge impression. That's right, we did it Like, literally one. seconds ago. Like, lit- like, literally a minute ago. Okay, the last episode we were just talking about how I'm Dory, and I don't remember anything, Alex. That was really fast turnaround on that one, though. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, it threw me off because we did it backwards. Oh, yeah. That was, like, the first time that we've done it backwards, yeah. which, like, did feel uncomfortable to me, but, like, I really wanted to embrace the energy that I had with the poor Jennifer Coolidge impression. Oh, no, I was here for it. I was definitely yeah. here for it. It just threw me off, and now I'm like, wait, yeah. now what's happening? Where are we? Who is she? That That's all. Jennifer Coolidge. <laughs> She's here to stay. Yay! Hi. <laughs> I just like him. Like, I do like the two like lines of like I love that video so much. For anybody who hasn't seen the video of Jennifer Cool is just like standing there and like the camera zooms up to her and she just goes, "Hi." I wonder. Like, if... It's just like iconic. Can you incredible? Can you get it like on YouTube and just put it up to your mic? Yeah, just give me like two seconds and I can I can get that. Yes, that fucking work. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's just it's cla- it's a classic. It's classic. Yeah, it's a classic. Oh, I didn't know Terry Mammon was here today, but apparently Terry Mammon also here. <laughs> Reporting for duty. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> And like, and I lied. It's a video panning up to her face. It's like, it's like at the like her shoes panning up, and then it gets to her face, and then she just does like the hi. <laughs> Fucking incredible! Like, what more do I need? I love that video. There's nothing it's nine else. seconds. Nothing else you need. Oh man, it's too good. Oh man. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. I can't handle life right now. Um, we um. We've been gone for three weeks, and uh, we have a lot to catch up on. We've been doing a lot of things, and um, Alex bought a PS5, which is exciting. Yep. But um, we didn't actually get a chance to talk about Brandy, Oh yeah, oddly enough. I I was more interested, well, not that I was more interested, but um, you mentioned that you went and saw Japanese Breakfast, but didn't, like, elaborate, because I know, is it Mitsuki or Japanese Breakfast that went on a hiatus? Mitsuki went on a hiatus. Okay. Still, she she did like do a soundtrack to like a comic book, um. So she did like write some of mu- original music <laughs> for that. But like she's still like off social media and whatever. I I think about her often. I hope that she's doing well. I hope it's kind of like a Lord situation where like Lord kind of like disappeared for a while and then came back and she just seems like so much happier. Yeah, I mean everyone like that's what I want. Yeah. That's what I want for Mitski. I just want her to, like, come back and, like, have, like, taken some time off and, like, had a good time and just, like, chilled and vibed and is, like, gonna put out work that she wants to put out and doesn't feel, like, pressure or whatever because, yeah, like, Lord came back and I was just, like, she just seems so genuinely happy. That's good. Yeah. It's kind of like how, um, like, Billy's, like, latest record, like, the, like, happier than ever, um... She just seems like a lot happier and more content with herself. And that's all that I want for all of these artists. For real, like though. I want y'all to like fully embrace what you're doing and just like have a good time. Do what you want. Yeah. We we yeah. as the audience want that. Although I must say, <clears throat> as shitty as this sounds, like I really want the best for these people. But when they're in their darkest moments, they make the best fucking albums, man. Like the real shitty times is like when i feel like when people write the most epic shit and it is like i don't know it's great for us shitty for them so it makes me feel really selfish that like i love like the like my favorite albums from certain artists are like in their darkest moments and they're like i was in a really dark place and that was like the con like i think about the like when you say that like i think about the con yeah tegan and sarah yeah yeah it's like but it's the really just makes oh, the music is just so great. Yeah, I like I want I really want to get away from that like idea of like a tortured artist though. Yeah. Because like I don't think anybody should have to suffer for their work. Oh right. Um, and so like you know I think about like other stuff that counteracts that right like uh the latest Japanese breakfast record. It might actually be my favorite, and it's uh, literally called Jubilee. Um, so just it's a celebra- it's a celebration of joy. Um, and it's fucking fantastic. So yeah, I really hope that like we can get away from that that tortured artist like idea. Ooh, smash it. welcome to this welcome to the podcast, Spider. 
Oh, not anymore, well, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> 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 well, I guess I, uh, the, the shortest guest we've ever had. <laughs> Besides <laughs> like, Jennifer Coolidge. Liter- no, nah, Jennifer Coolidge is here to stay. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer Coolidge will just like randomly pop up throughout the episode, guaranteed. She hanging out with Tyrion. I can't do it right now. My 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 throat's just like. <laughs> Your throat's like enough. This is enough. Yeah, I like, like the back of my throat. Like, cause like, I don't know how to how to explain like the physical stuff that has to happen for that sound to come out of my body. <laughs> but like, it's like a whole like transformation almost. <laughs> It's very different from how I just normally talk. Wolf became men becoming boys becoming men, men becoming wolves. Yep. Yeah. Alex becoming <laughs> werewolf bar mitzvah. Alex becoming Jennifer Coolidge. <laughs> Honestly, I couldn't ask for anything more. <laughs> what a treat. Um, what a what a dream, really. But anyway, as as we um as usual get completely off track. Um yeah, so... Tell me about Brandy. Okay, 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 okay. So, it was great. <laughs> I saw um, uh, Lindsay the lesbian. I gave her a hug, and I was too drunk to take a photo with her because she, she like, texted me, like, the next day. was like, we should have gotten a photo. And I was like, girl, I was too drunk to know how to do that. Like, I... There, I... <laughs> so, we were, um, we were technically, like, third row... Um, cool. There was one other row in front of us, and then there was, like, a weird, like, pit area, but there was only, like, one row of people, and it wasn't, like, a full row. It was, like, a weird, mm-hmm. um, but that's where Lindsay the Lesbian was down there, um, and I saw her mm-hmm. and yelled her name, and she didn't hear me, but then I saw her after the show and, like, ran down there. But, um, yeah, it, yeah, I mean, obviously, it was fantastic. We were, like, right mm-hmm. there, and um, <clears throat> I have some um, XOBC wine that oh my god speaking of the xlbc wine i forgot okay i don't know if i even shared this with you yet alex i'll have to send you a screenshot um screenshot (laughs) so i um brandy has um a wine line Uh, wine line which i don't quote me on this but i'm like 90 percent positive that a hundred percent of the proceeds go to the looking out foundation which is her um like foundation that she has for, um, I think it mostly was for, like, um, displaced children um, and stuff like that. But since COVID, I think a lot of the proceeds have been going to, like, COVID stuff. Um, it, it, like, you know, goes back and forth between, like, who needs the funding. But anyway, um, right. so I have three bottles of that. And I was like, okay, because it's very expensive. And I was like, I'm going to save these three bottles for special events so like the first bottle that I opened was I was like okay I haven't seen this is my first like real concert since COVID and this is my first Mm -hmm. Brandy concert since 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 2020 since 2020 I saw her um Mexico 2020 the beginning of 2020 so it's been like yeah it's been over a year but anyway um so um yeah so it was very delicious and I was very excited but I took a photo of um, me, well, my friend took a photo of me wearing my Brandy Carlisle t-shirt, which, fun fact, I wear that particular Brandy Carlisle t-shirt to every Brandy Carlisle show I go to because that is the <laughs> first, t- the, my first piece of Brandy merch that I bought at my first Brandy concert. And that t-shirt that I got at my first Brandy concert, um, was at that venue. 
So I went, it was going back to the venue that I saw her the very first time, which I know I've talked about this on the podcast before, but, um, so yeah, I was wearing that t-shirt and chugging a bottle of XOBC wine and I like, (laughs) I tagged like XOBC wine cellars and just like whatever. Oh, I did tell you this. Um, I'm like semi. Yeah. Via text well, it message. was more of like a Brandy won't stop stalking me again. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was more the gist. Brandy Carlisle stalking me again, and it's like becoming a problem. I have to talk to her about it. Um, so yeah, so I tagged XWC wine cellars, um, and then like said something, something, something. Um, hashtag Brandy Carlisle has you know all these hashtags, and um, I was like looking through. Um, I didn't even like notice it at first, but like someone liked the photo. And I was like, who the fuck is that? So I, like, went into my likes, like, went to go, like, click on the person that just recently liked it. And I noticed in there that Brandy Carlisle Sorry. liked this photo. Was that a sneeze? Yeah, it was a sneeze. Bless you. I noticed in there there was a verified Brandy Carlisle liked this photo. And I was like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> how did yeah. I, first of all, how did I not notice that? Like, it must have been, like, <laughs> it must have been, like, oh, this person plus, like, four others liked the photo. And just, like, they slipped Brandy in there, like, without even telling me. <laughs> So, How rude. yeah, so, um, and then I was like, wait, I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, I didn't even tag her in this. Like, I didn't even tag her yeah. in the photo. Which, which to my, my response was, you know, that like you can follow hashtags, right? Which like some people do. And I actually, you'd probably know better than me, but like if she has like a social media manager or a social media person or something, um, here comes the business briefcase, um, so, like, you can follow hashtags and, like, you know, sometimes, like, you might not tag somebody in it, but, like, there's a lot of different aspects to social media managing and whatever, but, like, keeping an eye on, like, you know, the, the general, like, brand reception, there's there's a more technical term for it, but just being, like, oh, making sure, like, things are positive and, like, not negative and just managing the brand identity and whatever. Um, so, whoever, if it was Brandy, she might follow her own hashtag and just, like, scroll through and just, like, like stuff um, occasionally. Or if she's got, like, somebody who's managing it for her, they might be doing it, too. Um, so either Brandy or their social media manager is stalking you. It's one or the yeah, other. one or the other. I do believe, I don't, I don't know this for a 100% fact. I gotta stop saying 100%. It's really annoying. I use it in every fucking sentence. <laughs> um, but I don't know this for fact. Um, but I don't think she has a social media manager because um, I notice her and um, both the twins as well, they, like will post something and then like they will reply to like all the comments or like like things within like the first like half hour or so so they'll like post something yeah. and then they'll like oh be like haha people are responding right away let's like talk to them and then they're like okay sure. we're, we have things to do um mm-hmm. so i don't think that there is a social media manager also i know <laughs> i know brandy's wife is like always taking over her instagram so i feel like a lot of the times it's just like her wife you know will like post stuff for her or whatever i don't know but sure. um it just kind of seems that way I don't know for sure. I haven't asked them, but I should. Yeah. But either way, yeah. um, I, I don't know if it was the hashtag, which, um, or if it was the fact that I tagged XOBC wine sellers. That's it, true, it could too. Be the, it could be that. Um, yeah. Because obviously they're um, very um, involved with the wine club because it is, yes. you know, like her wine club. And <laughs> it. Yep. And the since the proceeds go to the Looking Out Foundation, her wife, like, basically, like, I don't want to say she owns it, but, like, she runs it. It's, like, her, it's, like, really, it's her foundation. It's Brandy's wife's yeah. foundation. Thing. Um, yeah. She, you know, takes care of all of that. 
so um yeah I think it I think it was that but either way it was very it was like a, a shock I was like whoa that's never happened that's cool because like she's commented on stuff and like liked some of the things I've said but like never like something that I posted on my profile you know mm-hmm. that was cool but neat as I digress um yeah. the concert was awesome <laughs> Yeah, I'll have to go with you again sometime because I know we've seen her together and I fell asleep. Yeah. Um, I was just very tired, yeah. you know? And, like, Brandy has a very soothing and nice voice, so it makes it, it's like, I know I've talked about it before, but, like, there are shows where I've fallen asleep standing up. Like, I have to, like, sometimes I just, like, run myself into the ground to go into concerts and, like, working and whatever. And so, like, sure, I'll be very sleepy standing and listening to Angel Olsen sing. She has a lovely voice. Yeah. Like, what do you want me to fucking do? It's like a fucking lullaby. Um, but I think, I think I could do another Brandy show because I've seen Brandy a couple of times, um, once with you, and then um, she played Boston Calling, which you were not there for that, but I was there with my partner. Yeah, I was um, not there for that because I saw her the previous two days in a row. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> in Vermont. Fair enough. It's, not only was it like the previous two yeah. days in a row, but it was previous two days in a row, front row, like outside. Yeah, like at that point, like why even, <laughs> why even bother? But. Um, that particular Boston Calling was very queer. It was lovely. Can't complain. It was lovely. I'm actually... I mean, listen. Tell me more. It's, 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 it was King... You had Mitski, King Princess, Betty Who, Marina, um, Christina and the Queens. Like... Pussy Riot was there. Brandy Carlisle. Yeah. Pussy Riot. Like, it fucking ruled. And then, like, this, like, current lineup is, like, all dad bands. Like, Red Hot Chili Peppers. I love the peppers. <laughs> Well, like, I, I put them into, like, 90s dad rock. Oh, yeah. Because uh, it's, like, what my dad listens to. Like, so Red Hot Chili Peppers, the Foo Fighters. Yes. <laughs> like, like not saying anything, like, bad about them. It's just, like, that's the genre that I put them in because that's my exposure to them. Um, and I remember I, start, I basically started a fight in the comments in the original lineup announcement pre-COVID. Just being, like, weird that it went from queer to dad real fast. <laughs> um. <laughs> I remember people like complaining about that lineup and I was like, I fucking love this lineup. This kicks so much ass. Yeah. Like there are so many good, ba- like fucking, uh, it was so good. It was so good. I know like Lord, um, um, I can never remember how to pronounce their name. Lord Huron. Her- yeah. Okay. Um, mm. they're that, they're pretty queer, right? I'm pretty sh- if not gay, then definitely a tad bit queer. It could be que- queer aligned. Yeah. Yeah. I was really excited. Um, actually, I have a, a... The poster literally behind me is a Boston, Co- um, Boston Calling poster from that year. Um, Logic, Brindy Carlisle, Sheckwes... Ray- oh, Rainbow Kitten Surprise was there. Yep. Um, Guster... I can't... It's so small. It's getting small. So many. Either way, so many. And which, which Boston Calling was that? What year? This is... 2019 yeah so that was the year that i was there um just like me like looking through yeah like pale oh, waves churches. christine and the queens churches was churches there. was churches um replaced janelle monet which like i was really excited to see janelle monet but i was also like finally a replacement that didn't completely ruin the weekend um where churches com- came on stage they're like we're a band called churches <laughs> and we are not as cool as janelle monet <laughs> We are so, like literally like coming up being like, we're so sorry. We're not Janelle Monet. We would have loved to see her too. 
<laughs> Sorry, guys, not so. They're, they're uh, Scottish, so my, my light Scottish impression, but... That's fine. Um, um, I'm looking now, and I um, I know that Lord um, Huron Huron was there. I, I never know how to pronounce that. But. So, I'm on that, like, that Saturday. Like, it was uh, Sydney Gish, who I've seen open for, like, a bunch of bands. Mitski, Tame Impala, Claro, Hozier, King Princess, um... I was yeah I was Who getting at, I mistaked Hozier for Lord here even though I know they were both there Hozier is that's queer that that's the queer one I was thinking of but go on and like super super organism which if you've never seen super organism they're like really fun um it's like a bunch of people who met over the internet and they just make fun music I, I have no other way to describe it it's just like very like quirky and just it's very interesting um and then, yeah, so then May 26th, um, oh. which is a Sunday, Snail Mail, Brandy Carlisle. Um, Little Nas X was there? there? Little Nas X came up for um, to do Old Town Road Oh, because that lame. was super popular. I can't remember who. Not really. I hate that song. Um, I hate everything that's, It's fine it. if you. I mean, it's fine if you hate it, but, like, also that's what brought him up and now we have like montero i mean i <laughs> so. support little Nas X. i just fucking hate that song so much i hate it okay <laughs> did i mention that i fucking hate it you can hate it all you want i'm cool with it um but yeah betty who was like a replacement too so that was awesome but it was just kind of like um the replacements for that year that were just like you know sudden changes it was like oh fuck yeah i'm so excited that this person got replaced with betty who <laughs> betty who <laughs> because we we had gone to um it was an event like maybe like a few weeks before boston calling it was like a behind the music type deal at berkeley college of music which betty who is an alum of um and we were and like it was it was interesting hearing her talk about like the music industry and stuff because that's really what it was it was a conversation about her experience in the music industry for like probably mostly people who were going to berkeley but i was just like oh i want to go see betty who talk about the music industry that's so interesting um and she was just like hey like i'm not supposed to say this yet but like i will be back here to perform soon i might be playing boston calling just like very like excited about it which was great um but yeah, like it was like a really queer lineup and it was great. Um, I like, and then yeah, like, let's see for uh, the, tw- so far like the 2021 lineup or the 2022 lineup um, is Foo Fighters. Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers dropped. They were on the original lineup for 2020. Um, so they were supposed to be there, but currently not listed, but it's like Foo Fighters and Rage Against the Machine. I mean that sounds pretty fucking cool though. Okay, I'm just like you say dad music, I say stuff in high school music. Yeah, dad music. Yeah, dad music. Okay. <laughs> yeah, fair. I do not change my statement. Also, I st- I like support Dave Grohl and everything he does. So, um, like but- he seems like a cool dude, but I was just like, you guys went from like hyper queer to like this, yeah. like hyper, like pretty mask. It's very um inconsistent and weird, but yeah, it is whatever. What it is. Yeah, I'm not gonna like. It's not like I'm like I hate these bands. Blah, blah, blah. It's just like a, I'm like just a weird vibe change. Yeah, I get that, homie. I get that. Um, yeah, I I don't know if, like, because I know like 2022. Okay, a lot can like change and things like with festivals like that shit changes all the time. So like, I wonder 
like if any like I wonder if like Brandy would be going back or like you know something that's true but I feel like the headliners are pretty indicative of like the vibe for the rest of the festival good point um yeah yeah we're like the headliners for very Jennifer Coolidge for 2019 yeah (laughs) um the headliners for 2019 were like 21 pilots and like maybe was it I can't remember. I don't think the killers were that year. It might have been 2018. Um, I can tell you right now. 20, um, 21 Pilots, uh, Tame Impala, Travis Scott, mm-hmm. Greta Van Fleet, oh. Churches. Yeah, it was, It was. Uh, yeah, Travis Scott was the other one, which, like, again, it just, like, set the vibe because it was just, like, it was, it felt like new artists, I think is the right way to put it. It felt like that they were featuring, like, a lot of mostly new artists. Yeah, which, is which awesome. was cool. Yeah. Yeah, I love that a and lot. And they had of course like like Brandy and like Mitski who have been around like for a bit. But um but yeah, like Claro and Snail Mail and um Sydney Gish, like all within the last like few years coming up. What a treat. What a treat. <laughs> what a treat. What a treat. Um also like just because I know that you were like, Oh, we just kinda skimmed over Japanese breakfast. Great. It's a great show. It's fantastic. They got, they're just so good. Um, would highly recommend um, their opener, Mannequin Pussy, just because, like, they've got some, like, very, very good songs, and they put on a great show. Um, some good, some good like, rock and punk music. Um, highly recommend. But in our last episode, we talked about talking about, it's completely switching gears. The L word generation Q. It's not completely switching gears. It's still very gay. We're like, we're going to talk about gay people to a gay show. Yeah. It's like, we're going to go from queer to queer. <laughs> queer to even like somehow queer. Queerer. Yeah. All right. So uh, just disclaimer for everybody. Rest of the episode will probably be us talking about Gen Q. So if you have not watched the first episode of season two of the L-word generation Q. Stop now. And you want to, and you don't want spoilers, this is the spoiler warning. Spoilers. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I knew you didn't see that one coming. I did it. I was so pleasantly surprised. Uh, yeah. So spoiler warning for everybody. Yeah. We're going to talk about it in depth at length because there's a lot to unpack. Yeah. And I, I'm a little bit disappointed that I didn't rewatch the last episode of season one because i don't understand what's going on with shane and what is her character's name at tess Tess. i think it's tess yes yeah i don't understand i don't remember because didn't she didn't shane fuck her wife fucked her girlfriend i think maybe i can't remember if they were married or not but like so why are they friends now well, it seems like, so that happened, like, earlier in this season or mid-season, and then Shane was like, I'm gonna make it up to you. Like, I'm gonna make it up to you. Um, and part of making it up to her was, like, letting her run the bar, um, the sports bar that they own yes. now. Um, but yeah, no, that, the whole storyline was, like, the intro to that storyline was, like, really weird and it felt rushed. And I'm yeah. curious, like... Like, as I'm watching this, like, I'm fully aware of the fact that they made all of this during COVID. So I'm curious, like, if they couldn't get the extra shots that they needed to, like, kind of line it up a little bit better. Um, But it seems like there's going to be some kind of an arc with Shane being like, I fucked up again. (laughs) Poor Tess. Oh, no. (laughs) Here I go, fucking it up again. 
Shane. It's me, Shane. Um, fucking it up. Remember me, yeah, Shane? Every single fucking time. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, no, like that storyline at the start is like confusing because like there's kind of like a high stakes poker game where Shane just like has all of this money. Yeah, and it's like, like 10k buy-in. It's like okay, Shane's just rich. Like. I, I guess. Well, she had, I know that was discussed kind of like in the beginning of last season because she like owned her own like hair. It was like her own salon, salon line or yeah. like like salon chain or something and just sold it. Yeah. So like maybe she does have a lot of money, but that's just like the one thing that I liked about the L word is that while the original one was that like while it was like somewhat unrealistic because there's like no way that these people could afford these lifestyles that they were <laughs> living based on like the work they were getting um it felt a little bit more grounded yeah you do, do you know what i mean yeah. because like now in this like i feel like the only believable like you know rich ish person in the original series would have been bet yeah um and all of the art stuff and so like yeah so i thought that that was interesting and, and weird but like now it's like Shane is rich from selling her line of salons and um, Alice has her own TV show. And then Bet's still like, so again, spoilers, everybody. Um, now Bet is like the, is she like the director of that, um, that gallery? Yeah. It, it was the, it was a director. I don't remember what the title was, but she's basically going to be doing art deals. Yeah. She's going to be, like, selling art and, like, doing all of that, um, which, like, I'm really happy about that because, like, um, so I've been listening to the recap from Pants um, now that they're recapping, like, the original series, and they were talking about, like, how much, like, Bet loves art, and, like, I'm kind of glad that she gets to go back to the art world, even though, like, of course I would have wanted her to win mayorship. Right. Um, but they were, I remember the writers saying, like, they didn't, you know, this isn't scandal. Like, this isn't a political drama. Like, this is, like, about queer people. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, so I'm glad she's back in the art world. Um, what do you think of uh, Rosie O'Donnell as, um, oh my God. as Tina's partner? I love it so fucking much. <laughs> I love everything about it. I hate the character. Don't get me wrong. But, like... Well, so, so I hated the character at first, too, because I was like, oh, they're, like, kind of abrasive and whatever. But, um fast forwarding for that for that episode to like the dinner scene where like you kind of see the parts that tina sees yeah. in the character where she was like they're like at a restaurant um and like they're talking about like the scallops at this restaurant and rosie's character is like oh i can't eat scallops it's a texture thing can't stand it and then when they when tina and her go like and sit down at the table um She's like, I'll get, like, I'll, if you want the scallops, like, get the scallops. Like, I'll, I'll try it. You know how I am about these things. Like, I just, like, don't try stuff. And then I try it and I like it. Um, which, like, almost, like, make, like, brought, like, a very endearing dimension to the character. Where it's kind of like, oh, like, I can see why. Like, they seem abrasive at first. And then they kind of, like, back off their own abrasiveness. Yeah. Like, there's a sweet side and, like, a whatever. Yeah. I still, yeah. like... <laughs> like, I... I just, like, fuck, I still just hate the character, but that's why I like it, you know? It's, like, yeah, you want that. Like, you need that and to, like, I don't know, spice things up or whatever, I guess. Yeah. It's funny because, like, for as, like, as abrasive the character is, there's that scene with Bet and um, 
I feel like we've skipped a whole lot of episode yeah. by coming to this point. That's on me. So why don't we rewind and we'll get back to to this. But it opens with like you're trying to figure out. So like the last episode of season one was um, as the character Sophie. Who's what's the character's name? Who's has to make a choice between Finn Finley and uh, um, yeah, Sophie. Yep. Yeah. This is Sophia. It's, it's, Sophie. It's, it's, I can't. I'm so bad with character I know, names. Like I, I always. I know. I think I can always remember the actor actresses names, but like I can never remember character names. Is it Sophia or is it Sophie? I think it's Sophia. Jen Q. I just Cast. know Finley is you, because you guys look very similar. We just have a similar haircut. It's, a, it's the eyebrows too. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so it's Sophie. Um, so Sophie was like going to the airport and had a choice to either meet up with Finley or Danny and. Uh, we find out that she picks Danny at that point. At that point, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, like, at that point, she had hooked up with... Kissed Finley and then completely, like, hooked up with Finley. Um, but, yeah. So, like, you know, it opens on, like, their engagement party. Um, and you're like, oh, man, she picked Danny. Um and then it goes, it does like a flashback to like 15 hours earlier or something to get, catch you up to where all the characters are at. But um, yeah, like Tina's back in the picture Yay. and Tina's partner shows up. Rosie O'Donnell. Oh. Rosie O'Donnell. Um, which like the character that she's portraying, she's doing such a good job. Such a good job. <laughs> like fucking fantastic work. Like I applaud Rosie for being such a great actress. Such a good job mm-hmm. at that. Yep. So, like, you're in the kitchen, and it's, like, Bet and Tina, and, um, and Angie comes in, um, and Angie's, like, Angie's storyline seems like it's gonna be, like, her trying to find her donor, um, which, like, makes sense, but, like, also, you can tell that, like, Bet's upset because it's, like, Bet's the only, like, non-biological person in the picture here, yeah. um, which, like, you know, Angie tries to say, like, hey, like, this doesn't make you any less of my parent. I just want to know about this part of me. And Bet's like, I don't, that's not what I care about. And it's like, oh, classic Bet. Yeah. You should have just, like, let your kid talk instead of, like, taking control of the situation. So Bet. Like, Bet's character is, like, literally the worst. Like, she is the worst. But I don't I... think, I don't think she's the worst. <sighs> I love Bet so much. I just wish everyone was nicer to her. Yeah, that too. But, like, she just had, like, okay, so don't get me wrong. I think Bet is probably if not my favorite character like one of my very favoriteest character favoriteest is now a word favorite characters um of the show the entire series both series um and i just fucking love her but she, god she is awful yeah she can she makes poor decisions yeah. like I, we spent a lot of time joking about shane's poor decisions which like if i had to make a choice about like whose choices were the po- most poor shane 100 percent 100 percent shane but it's, Every like, time. it's so funny because, like, I really feel like Bet as a character, like, she just needs to fucking lighten up, which is hilarious because, like, Jennifer Beals is so just, like, chill I and, know, like, she's so quiet chill. and meditative. Her whole Everything Instagram is, is like, like, I love trees yeah, exactly. and the outdoors. And you're like, Bet wouldn't survive two fucking seconds of the outdoors, just like that one, uh, <laughs> which season was it where she went on the silent retreat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she could not. And she was just like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Um, I do wanna, um, like, just, 
I, I take back about the most poor choices. It would obviously be Jenny first <laughs> and then Shane. Oh, God. I, I'm so glad that she's not. I'm so glad that she was killed in last season. Spoiler alert for <laughs> anyone who hasn't seen the L word, um, the first one, the first series. You should, like, if anybody here has, like, is like, oh, man, I didn't want the original L word spoiled for me. It came out 15 fucking years ago. Get to, like, yeah. get it together. Just, yeah, watch it or at this point, just don't even. Yeah, which, I mean, it's kind of, like, worth it for, you know, setting up specific relationships for the characters that are returning, um, especially, like, Bet and Tina. Um, My forever and couple. I want, like, I genuinely want them to get back together. I don't know if that's going to happen. Um, I but I guess, know. like, fast-forwarding a little bit into the episode, um, so Bet... Um, so, so Alice and I can never remember the like the actual name of the character, but Stephanie Allen, yeah. who is um, hilarious, she's so funny. Um, so they're back together, Nat, and Nat, Nat, sorry, thank you. It's Nat. Oh yeah, she's <laughs> she's Nat, and then um, uh, I just I gotta remember the other character. Um, Gigi. Yeah, Gigi. They're, like, trying to figure out, like, how to get Gigi back out of their lives because of the whole thruple situation that happened towards the end of last season. Yeah, wait, can we um, backtrack just for a second with that? Like, I remember yeah. that being a thing, but I don't remember, like, how it ended and why everyone hates Gigi now. So, uh, Alice ended it and was like, I don't want to deal with either of you. Yeah. And then um, there was that very, like, grand gesture of Nat coming to the set of the show and being like, I love you so much. It's just going to be us from now on. And so they're back together. Yes. Uh, just the, the two of them. And then Gigi, of course, is still in the picture because they have kids together. Um, but they're like, Gigi keeps on annoying us. So we have to get rid of her. We have to set her up with somebody else. And so hilariously, uh, because Bet's like, I'm going to die alone. And Alice <laughs> is like, I have the perfect person for you. And it's Gigi, which I think is like hysterical because that's such a like a like on that, like looking in, I'm like, that's such a poor matchup. But then. So going forward in the episode, um, uh, so the restaurant scene, which is with Bet, is sitting at the bar, and then Gigi shows up and is the date, and Bet is like pissed and is like, Livid. "This is like gonna be the fucking worst." Um, and then so Tina shows up with her partner um, at the restaurant, and Gigi's like so down to fuck with them, like and just like mess with them, and so it ends up being a good match for Bet um in that in that way um which is hysterical but um yeah like they start like making out at the bar like in front of <laughs> in front of them oh, it's just it was so much it was so much <laughs> i want that to happen i think like you say a poor match i think that's perfect because they're both they're very similar and i yeah. feel like i don't know i just feel like that could work it was my initial reaction that it might not work, but the fact that, like, Gigi was just, like, so down. I think that Gigi might be a little bit problematic in that realm. Um, being like, oh, that's your ex, huh? Want to make out? <laughs> I just, I love that character I so don't know much. if that's healthy. <laughs> I love it. I love everything about it. Um, yeah, there's other stuff that happens in the episode, too. That was just, like, my favorite, like, that's my favorite storyline throughout. And, of course, like, there's, like, the high drama, which is, like, the the other very funny thing that I quite enjoyed was like Sophie and Alice, um, where Sophie's like, 
where Alice is like, I miss Finley so much. Don't you miss Finley? And Sophie's like, oh, well, she's like in Kansas City <laughs> and like whatever. And like finally she admits to Alice it's like uh, Finley and I hooked up. And, and Alice is like, how recently was that? And Sophie was like, oh, it's just after we wrapped last season. And so, of course, like understanding the situation where Sophie's about to get married. Um, Alice is like, don't tell Danny. Don't tell Danny. Yeah, just that's that. in the past. Move forward. It's like. What a shitty situation that you've now... I'm surprised... Honestly, I'm very proud of Alice because it showed some character growth that she didn't just, like, start telling everybody. Yeah, I know. She did tell... No, uh... uh, Sophie's friend told... um, Well, Sophie's Sophie's cousin told... um, What's his name? Oh, Uh, God. uh, I have to look it up because he just, like, wasn't really super in the episode. No, he was in, like... or Or this episode. He was in, like a scene and Micah like, yes Micah he had like one line I feel like yeah it's like his his storyline right now is that like he's like in love with a dude who's still technically married oh that's right there was a storyline there for him okay yep that's right okay yeah so much is going and so on. like that's kind of like what's go- going on with him in the background but like yeah so Sophie's cousin tells Micah what's up and Micah's like, you have to tell her. That's a deal breaker for her. You know that. And Alice is like, um, don't do it. Yeah. And so, like, that's all happening in the background. Um, and, like, Finley's been gone, like, the whole episode. Um, but uh, I'm trying to think what else happens. Well, there's that weird... I don't know, like, what's up with the storyline with, like, Shane and Tess. Mostly because, yeah. like, they're in, like, an underground poker thing yeah. to start the episode. And we were like, well, this is weird. And, um, oh, man. I'm, like, blanking on her name. Um, the guest star for the episode. Oh, I want to say it was J... Lena, Lena Waith. What was the character name? Was it... I don't remember the character name. I can only remember actor and actress names. <laughs> I want to say it was, like, JJ or something like that. It was, it was something like that. But, like, there's this, like, underground poker game that's happening, which, like, the space is for, like, black queer people. Um because they were like oh like we wanted a space for for black queer people and shane ends up like flirting with their wife (laughs) okay but in shane's defense their wife was like flirting with her flirting back flirting with her first and then sending her text messages and then shane was like oh i'm gonna flirt with you back because i'm shane and then yeah like and then she just like gets kicked out and it's like yeah like that was not what I just didn't understand the storyline because, like, I'm curious if it's, like, going to come back. But, like, it was a weird intro yeah. to that situation because, like, we don't even know, like, what's happening. Because Tess mentions, like, losing their gig there. And it's, like, I didn't know Tess was, like, a waitress. Like, I don't. Like, they don't really. They didn't explain things well with that with that storyline. Um, I'm glad that Shane has the dog still. <laughs> yeah, I am also glad. Yeah. I'm hoping that they, like, clarify it a little bit because it, it just seems, like, jammed in. It doesn't, like, really have much of a place. And I feel like because of COVID, they might not have been able to get all the shots that they needed. Yeah, it was a really weird... It was a weird... I mean, it, that to me, either, like you said, they couldn't get all the shots or it's just going to be a lot. Like, we'll find out way more, like, later. Like, it's the start of something. Yeah, and so I guess wrapping up the episode... Um, so Sophie doesn't tell Danny... And it's the wedding, and of course you know something dramatic's about to happen. As usual. Um, and so, like, the wedding's about to start, and who the fuck shows up other than Finley, who walks up and is like, 
I love you. I've always loved you. I needed you to know. So before you get married. Um, and so it, the episode ends on like Danny being like, what the fuck? And Sophie just like kind of being like, oh shit. Oh shit. <laughs> um, so that was like the, it like, it like cut to her face and then cut to black. And like, that was it. Um, and so like, we we're very anxiously awaiting the second episode. Cause we want to know what the fuck is going to happen. <laughs> yeah. I need to know. I need to find out. I'm, I think the storyline that I am the most interested in, um, is like the the bet in Gigi. Oh, absolutely. Like, I think that one's gonna. I think it's gonna. That's gonna be fun. Yeah, it'll be a good time. Anything with Bet's character is fun. Honestly, like any fucking storyline with Bet, I'm here for it because it's always mm-hmm. so good. Because can we can we talk about her fucking outfit going into the gallery? Yeah. Yeah. It was like there was like almost like a cape involved. Yeah. Like I was just like power. Like lesbian. I was just like floored. Power lesbian fucking iconic human just i'm i'm really sorry for for cutting you off there but i just needed to get that out oh no i don't it probably was not anywhere near as important as what's happening right now (laughs) (laughs) like she always like i feel like she always has like the best outfits out of like anybody i mean plus like she just has like the body for it and it just you know like Whoever does the designs, the wardrobe designs and the wardrobe, the wardrobe department kills it. Right. First yeah. of all. But also, like, you have to have yeah. the right, um, per, uh, the right, I don't want to say mannequin because they're not mannequins or people, but the right, what, what am I, I, I I'm like, I want to know where you're going with this. Like, like models, like you can have yeah. gorgeous clothes, but if you don't have the right model for it. Then. it's like it's like also plays into like the person part right because like jennifer jennifer feels just like such a good job of like she's just she just feels like she has power yeah like she she walks with like power and it shows great fucking actress oh my god she's so good she's just so good yeah i just so good i just like i want to end this episode by plugging jennifer beals jennifer beals jennifer coolidge <laughs> Jennifer Coolidge, Jennifer Beals, but like now it's my turn to have to pee. Yeah, so. you're doing the potty dance real hard. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not even like dancing. I'm just like swiveling in yeah. the little like chair. It's funny the listeners can't tell, but I always know when Alex has to pee because she does like a potty dance in her chair, where she just swivels back and forth in her chair because she yeah. can't actually do a dance because she's sitting. So it's swiveling. I mean, you can sit when you're dancing, but like I don't know why I would be like. <laughs> like just starting to like do like waving my arms in the air fist, and fist pumping. <laughs> yeah okay so i'm plugging uh jennifer beals and jennifer coolidge <laughs> to end um, the episode i'm plugging your instagram page tight that's actually probably better for us oh and i'm also plugging brandy carlisle's new single um right on time and also her new album that i pre-ordered a signed copy of um i love that for you in these silent days in these silent oh my god what is the name of the album in these silent i know you have to pee but you're gonna work yeah so work with me here oh well i'm gonna work with you by saying stay gay and then like leaving you to close out the episode so okay fine bye have fun looking that up oh where'd you go bye let's see guys in these silent days okay i was right the first time so go listen to that when it comes out and also listen to the new single
That's all I got to say. Stay gay. Bye.